going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yo, 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 and welcome back to a brand new episode of the VAR Bar Podcast. I'm your host with the most, Andrew, aka Rapping Drew. And I'm joined by the VBP All-Star cast. How are we doing, guys? Yo, yo. What's yeah, going on? Glory, glory, glory <laughs> man. United. <laughs> you never walk away. <laughs> <laughs> as you can see, as you can hear, um, it's an eventful weekend. But we'll dissect that later. Let me quickly introduce you to who is here. Um, shout out Press in the building. Yo, what's good, Shout people? See Strizza in the building, aka C Strider. Yeah, yeah, what's good? Shout out Jake Wisey in Let's the building. Let's get into this. Shout out Shambaz in the building. Oh, yo, yo, yo. Shout out the Bandit, the one and only in the building. The Bandit, we active. Let's get this cracking, man. <laughs> Shout out Kenna and getting it in in the building. Yo, been better, but we move. Shout out Money Mitch as always. Come on, you gunners. Munu the goat, shout out oh, him. Come on, come. Oh wait, let me pause the six seven song I'm playing. Have you a couple? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, was, that was nearly funny. <laughs> Last but not least, Victor. How you doing, yeah. mate? Yeah, yeah let's, let's just go with this, man. Hurry up. Let's let's get on. Let's carry <laughs> yeah, on, eh? Let's and we want to shout out our guy Andy, obviously, aka Rapping Drew. Drew back. Released last Friday. Come on. That. Oh, Come on. Don't have Can't to. Don't guy. have to, man. Come on. All right, cool. So, um, let's start with some news, man. So, obviously, they did the Champions League draw um, last week, Friday. I don't know if anyone tuned in for that. I certainly yeah. didn't. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Let's just dissect the groups a bit. Because they're quite interesting, to be honest. Boy, I think I think it's only right we start with the group of depth because in every in every Champions League season there was always that one group you know they call it the group which of one, death. which one is the group of death bro it's the United one man that's a bit mad still so alright so let's 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 start with from top to bottom in it we'll whittle it down so Group A has got Atletico Madrid Bayern Munich Lokomotiv Moscow and Red Bull Salzburg. Yeah, one and two buying a flag. Who, who do you that's, fancy? That's quite calm. Yeah, that one. Buying a flag. Yeah, that won't be very tricky for for buying a flag, to be honest. Yeah, buying a flag to go straight straight through. I think. Oh boy, that Atletico, that they're not looking nice without Partey at the moment. But mm. have you seen them over the weekend? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Group B: um, Borussia Mönchengladbach, Inter Milan, Real Madrid, and Shakhtar Donetsk. I think that one is pretty straightforward. Nah, that's delicious. That's a pretty that decent one. group as well. Yeah, that's yeah. delicious. Yeah. Shakhtar on crud in the Europa at towards the end. Ah, uh, the allow season. them, bro. They're they're liars, man. They. <laughs> they they'll the they'll definitely finish group. third, and then, you know, go Europa League and leave in the semi-finals. <laughs> that's their normal level. And then Group C, we've got City, Olympiacos, Mars. First of all, why does City always get an easy group? It's mad. It's, it's actually mad because they're not, they shouldn't even be in a competition. But, bro. Really and truly. Anyway. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to the games against Marseille, though, because Marseille are looking good, man, under on on the Villas Boas. And then um, Group D, um, 
we've got Ajax, Atalanta, Bergamo, Liverpool, and Michelin. Yo, it's um, tricky, you know. It's that, it's not easy. Like it's a group. Which, it's a group full of favorite, but I, I, teams. Yeah, 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 yeah Liverpool and teams. Atalanta. Mm. Looking like Ajax and Atalanta might. Sneak. Bro, yeah. If if right. we if we <laughs> if we're using you know uh, yesterday's game, that Ajax will score fourteen past us, man. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Yeah, then Ajax, bro, Atalanta, these men have been involved already in like five threes, four one games, and it's yeah, only man. game week three. This can be very tight for us. It should be straightforward for Liverpool, and then second place can be either Atlanta or um, Ajax, man. But we'll see. Um, YZ, so your club, Group E, got uh, Chelsea, Krasnodar, um, Ren, and Sevilla. Yeah, um, that's fine. We'll take that all day long. Yeah, I think that's the, that's the calmest draw out of the English right. teams, to be honest. Sevilla in the Champions Champions League, but we'll know they'll win the Europa League somehow. Yeah, they, only, they only they only get into the Champions League to drop out. Yeah, to <laughs> win the, that's that's the way. They and, do. and they get in the Champions League via Europa, <laughs> in Europa, so they can go. Vicious circle, man. We love it. Group F, we got Dortmund, Club Bruges, Lazio, and Zenit Saint Petersburg. Uh, yeah, this is a dead group to be honest. Should be a Borussia Lazio one-two punch. Yep. Group G, Barcelona, Dinamo, Kiev, whoa, Ferenc Varos, and Juve. This is what we've been waiting for, lads. Last dance. The last dance. The ultimate dance, man. This is actually what we need, just to shake hands. Let's be objective about this. What are we saying? Who's going to be, who's going to come out? Bro, you know the, the goal number one. And everyone else. This is group stages. Now, Barcelona, okay. Barca haven't been as bad as I thought, and Juventus actually looked quite good. To be fair, I'm like Barca it, looked okay. You sure? Yeah. No, Barca looked okay. They're better than what I thought they would be, man. But mm. Juventus, I like the way Pirlo set them up. It's not bad so far. The last time CR7 played in the Champions League, he got knocked out on away goal, scored a brace. The last time Messi played in the Champions League, eight-two, man. Let's leave it there, lads. Let's leave it there. We all know the thing of the group stage is anyway, so no point. <laughs> is that something to be proud of, though? In it. It's a fact. So wait, so wait, so what's happening? So are you saying that Messi's gonna finish ahead of Ronaldo? That's what I just want to have it on tape. Remember where he's gonna beat them head to head, whatever you want, whatever stats yeah? you want. Yeah. Alright, cool. Ronaldo cool. and Messi head to head, you know what time it is. Try that would require that's, that's Messi to turn up in a true, game. Man. That's what? actually factually true. <laughs> cool, cool. Fact, fact, factually, he's not lying though. I wait. What's the first? Um, I remember the, Ronaldo was on his knees when Messi scored. The first week game is the 24th October, right? That's when the Champions League kicks off. Yeah, I don't think they're playing then. I don't they're think they're playing, playing first. Yeah, I think but, they're playing. They're playing double header, so they're playing third. So back to back, to back, to back yeah. Love to see it. So we, we love we'll it. see each other soon, boys. <laughs> and then last but not least, we've got uh, the great Manchester United back in the Champions League, joined by Istanbul Basaksehir, Paris Saint Germain. And RB Leipzig. And according to Munya, this is the group of death. Um, Press, Char, how do you see this? It's 100% one of the, one of the smellier groups. Yeah, for sure. Everyone's probably Doesn't every team have to be good in a group of death, though? I suppose you're referring to the, uh, Istanbul. Istanbul. <laughs> yeah, it must be. Must be. Might be yeah, referring to a team in Manchester, but mm, anyway. How did Arsenal get in, on the, in the draw? Yeah. Oh, is there another table coming? <laughs> Is it? Oh, I think. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go on the second tier tournament later, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, 
Surely United. I mean Leipzig. Wow. Leipzig. It's basically PSG qualifying and whoever gets second yeah, is going to be scrapped for second. So are you not? Are you man not confident? Uh, I so you bet me fifty, you know. You bet yeah, me no, fifty. I, I, no, we'll get out of the group stages, I reckon, because I don't think Leipzig are as dangerous without Werner. Right, they're top of the what table, Bappe by the way. Is gonna right. do when he's Leipzig are top of the <laughs> table, man. Hey, wait, Justin Clivert. Uh, what's his name? What's his name? Um, what's that Donny's name at Leipzig? The lighty, Paulson, yeah. and Bappe. Neymar. When they see Maguire. <laughs> Sorry, hopefully man's been on the bench for that anyway, but let's move. But anyways, you're, you're back in the Champions League, it's good times. So are you guys looking forward to it after how many seasons? Two? Two, yeah? A couple, couple seasons, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. well, it was until, until obviously the, the um, recent proceedings. Um, but yeah, we'll see, man. It's good to be back. All right, so let's go to the Europa League then. I'm not going to go through all the groups because obviously we can't pronounce half of the names in there. So we'll just go into the, where, the English, where the English teams are. And obviously, we've got Arsenal in Group B with Dundalk in, in Ireland, Maldi, and Rapid Wien. Dissect that for me, guys. Is that an easy breeze for you guys? Or? Yeah, great run out for the youngsters there. I think the good thing is that you guys are not travelling that far. You're not going to Russia or them places yeah, there. Yeah, none, none of those kickoffs. Well, I'm just yeah. finishing work and I'm hearing we're like 1-0 down. <laughs> right? um, we're so, the worst yeah. ones, you know. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I'd say the group stages we're probably just gonna play the young, the young boys. I think mm-hmm. it's gonna be good for like Emil Smith Rowe to come out because he's come back from injury. Martin uh, Martinelli's gonna be come back from injury, um, so that's good timing because then they can get some game time. And like, and the piss as well. Yeah, because I don't think. Let me not. Let me just not start at him early doors. Yeah, ain't it, boy. I, I don't. I don't <laughs> think. No, no, no. I know he's not it. I've, I've always said. I always said. But I, I think now he's going to get phased out a bit. Um, and it was clear the other day, to be fair. I just hope yeah, really and, get your, and get your started back-to-back, innit? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm like, no, I just no. started the last one. But what I'm okay. saying is, even though, even though he scored three goals, you'd think if you scored three goals in your opening three games, I mean, in your opening uh, games of the season, you'd automatically start. But just that, Liverpool, just that Liverpool game, boy. Mate, that 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 finish. I, I, it's going to be interesting it. to see uh, when Martinelli comes back, how um, Arteta ingrained. Because well, before his injury, was he getting game time? Um, Not in the in the league. In the league, he wasn't. He wasn't obviously a starter. But he'd come in every now and then, just like he does the same thing that he does with Saka. He was doing that in Martinelli every now and then. He'd push him in every now and then. Europa League, he was so so star. Cup games um, in general, wasn't it? Yeah, cup games in general. Um, I'm so just, I'm just praying. I'm just praying he comes back uh, how he was, yeah. man. Because exactly. he was on fire before the injury. And I, and I don't what was know the injury bad. again? Sorry, some knee. sort of like knee. That is a bad peak. one. He's back. He's back in December. Um, that I know. So that's when he'll start start and start training more. Actually, no, he started like cycling, uh, but he hasn't started kicking the ball in December. So, yeah. when he start we're we're going to see him 2021, basically. Um, basically. I'm just hoping he comes back as stronger, man. Yeah, and, you know. um, gives gives us the options, innit? It just gives us the options. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. And then in Group G, we've got Leicester City um, in a group with Aika, Athens, Braga, Portugal, and Zoria, Luhansk. Don't know where they're from, but um, does does that sound calm for Leicester? You guys reckon or Braga and Athens? Braga's a tricky one, though. Yeah, Braga. And obviously in Greece, there's only like two main clubs. Well, two, 
three clubs, Olympiacos and AK Athens. I don't know what other ones there are. Panathinaikos. that's that one, yeah. Pauk. That's bad, to be honest. Yeah. If you know Bo and Munya. Um, all right, cool. And then, um, who else? Wolves, in it, or Spurs? Yeah, both of them. Spurs or Group J. Mm. Yeah, Wolves didn't make it. Wolves didn't make it. Wolves didn't make it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, So, Spurs. Spurs are in the group with Ludo Goretz, Lask, and Antwerp. Right. Anything there? Anything there for us? You know how it goes, man. Obviously, I'm not used to being in the Europa League. Um, so <laughs> this is this is light work. We're a Champions League side, so yeah, should should top that group really. So Strides, I've got a question because obviously Mourinho um he's been bragging about um every time he's been in the Europa League, he's won it. Um do you think that you can you guys can go all the way through? Um obviously hundred percent, man. I mean, he's got the track record there. We've got the squad depth now. If you look at our squad, even if we were to field a week or eleven, it's still very much strong enough to get through in that competition. Obviously, when you get to the latter stages, it becomes more difficult. But now nah, I'm confident, man. Spurs are definitely one of their favourites in my eyes, to be honest. Yeah, there's With not many. That's obviously, you've got Arsenal, you've got Roma, Leverkusen. Sevilla. Sevilla. But, uh, but the thing is, Spurs have the they have the squad. No, so they're in Champions League, bro. So you got, no, so they're, the team, no, they're, they're going third, bro. You know them. <laughs> you know what's happening, man. <laughs> it's Sevilla. You might see Man United as well. Oh, okay, same as... <laughs> oh, well, Rob, no, Rob, you can run the agenda. It's fine. Like, he's gonna be, he's gonna be either um, Leipzig or United, isn't it? So, yeah. All right. We we'll already see how this episode is going. So, Monia, yeah. we'll start with you, mate. Um, deadline day. What's happening at Arsenal? Um, so, man. So after the news we heard early in the week, we're gonna miss out on Awa. Um, we thought we were gonna get him, you know, because he's our number one priority. Um, the other guy in question was Thomas Partey. Um, Leon kind of made it clear that they're not willing to sell to us because um, the price that we were giving wasn't enough. And you know, Arsenal were brought by FC. Um, we don't really want to spend our owners a bit of a see you next Tuesday. Um, so <laughs> we had to just like accept that. And I've been saying this actually to one of my friends like, if we don't get Owa, we have to get Partey. And as of this morning, um, as still ongoing, Came out very early on that we were going to activate Thomas Party's release clause, um, which is around 45 million. And um, and as they do it in Spain, you just go to La Liga and say, here's the money, Joe. Um, so he's Don't fall back, now... thing, yeah? Don't fall back. What's that, yeah, Kenan? bro. Don't, Don't fall back, back things. things. Bro, yeah, that's what we did, bro. Here's the cash, keep, keep, Joe. Keep, keep the Louis bag as well, yeah? Like, keep the bag yeah. as well. Um, so we've put the... We activate the clause... Obviously, <clears throat> several rumours going around whether he's doing his medical in, in England or in Spain. There's a rumour saying that he's just flown to London like this evening. He's, he's going to undertake his medical. He wants to come to the club. It's going to get done. So, I mean, I don't want to jinx it, but it's more or less done. But I like my boy Tabo and Mitch. I've been pretty relaxed. I've not been following it. Until I see him in an Arsenal shirt, um, then I'll be convinced. So, incomings. That's oh, there is actually one more other incoming. I don't know if you guys saw. We've signed um, some eighteen-year-old from um, her. I think it might be actually be her to Berlin before I go to our outgoings. We've signed an eighteen-year-old um, defender. Um, I don't know his name, but apparently his his potential. He's got he's got potential to come up. Um, his name is Omar uh, Rekik. Um, oh, Rekik. Rekik, that's the one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got. So, 
Nah, it's not from... him, bro. Not nah, him. nah, nah. We sound, it's we sound brother, Mola. It's no, we sound Nikol- no, we sound Nikolai Mola, who's a Swedish striker. Yeah. So where's this record coming from? Don't know about him. Mono, Mono's just bringing us fake news. Confirm, <laughs> I'm seeing it right here. Anyways. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I've got his picture. Up. Bro, that's a spitting of his brother. Yeah, that's his brother, man. My God. Yeah, that's his brother. That's his brother. Mono, according according to his brother, though, he's better than him. Nah, his brother was techie when he was younger as well. That's City, innit? Mmm. Mad? But yeah, so that's our two ingoings. Outgoings, um, as we've been mentioning, Lucas Torreira is um, on his way to Atletico Madrid. That's looking to be confirmed. He's done his medical on the weekend. Um, obviously wanted to push for a permanent transfer, but at the moment, Atletico are looking for a loan only. So that's more or less done. Confirmed, another one, Matteo Gonduzzi. Um, he's out again on loan um, to her to Berlin. Um, obviously, Yuck. Yuck. it wasn't really working out for him at the club at the moment. We don't know what's going on there. So we'll wait to see what happens after. You know um, what? I have to give Arsenal credit for keeping their, what do you call it, like their 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 internal affairs very internal, as in like we don't know Wagwan, Gendozi, and also Ozil especially. Like yeah, man, yeah. I agree because obviously we really want to know, especially with Ozil, what's going on. But they've not really. Um, you see him though in the training videos. He's out there. He's training. Oh, so every day, like what's, what's actually going on. Um, but yeah, um, Arsenal have just been able to keep things um, under wraps, not giving up too much on their t- situations. Um, just some final ones that didn't go through. Um, Sead Kolasinic was meant to go to Bayern Leverkusen, but um, that's kind of fallen through. There were other rumours of, um, what's his name? The other defender, Sokat, you know, Papa, whatever his name is. Um, he was meant to go out to a, another club in Italy, I believe. Roma, it may have been, or Lazio. Um, Rob Holden was meant to go out on loan and um, again William Saliba he's meant to be going out on loan as well but I don't think those are going through um, but I take that back quickly if you guys have seen in England if you want to move between like the EFL so the Championship and Premier League that deadline doesn't close to the 16th so those could still go ahead if um, cause I think I think um, Willie, uh, Saliba was meant to go to like Fulham or someone um, so yeah, so that's all for Arsenal, mate. Nice, but be prepared, lads. We might have some news in the next hour or so. Party <laughs> <laughs> <Butty> time! <laughs> all right, let's go to the Manchester United, lads. Then, what's going on over there? Crickets, Sancho in yet? Five or six signings, lads. <laughs> Bro, who's gonna start? (laughs) (laughs) Loads of of laughs, loads of laughs. We loved, we loved laughs. Um, Sancho is, of course, is is of course not happening. Um, I think that's the the main headline for us and the main the main real disappointment. Um, The uh, the board, Ed Woodward, whoever you want to blame, our owners. Um, have to take uh, all the responsibility for our for our lack of acumen in in this transfer window. We've we've not carried ourselves like a big club. Um, we've not carried ourselves like a serious club. And I think that us not getting Sancho is basically what we deserve for the way we've carried ourselves. I mean, it's it's been no secret that Jaden Sancho was a target of ours from the beginning of this window. Um, it, some some a player that we've been linked to from the jump and we are on the last day with what three hours to go and 
he he's not he's not going to be a United player. And in in true United fashion, on the last day, we are now scraping around and scrapping around for deals here and there for players that weren't even targets to begin with, and we find ourselves in a position where we're going we're going into after the uh, international break without our number one signing, and we just look like a joke club really. And then we go we go around. Um, you know, not, you, you, do you know what I liken it to? You know those, and shout out to the people who do this job, no disrespect, but you know people um, who go from door to door on behalf of charity organisations trying to offer, offer um, uh, you know, charity to, to, uh, to sign up to. That's, what, that's, that's how I liken it to. We're going from door to door trying to, to, to strike a deal with a, with a club to, to, to bring a player in and... We're, we're falling short every single time. Like, we're, we look like losers, man. Like, and it's proper, proper embarrassing stuff. Jehovah Witness and that. <laughs> yeah, them, them things. So, so really and truly, like, I mean, all the corn that every other club can bring, please bring it, man, because it's not, nothing short of, of what United deserve. Like, I mean, the, the bar was on the floor as it is. Um, and it's just a vicious cycle, man. So before before um before we corn um serious question, do you feel like if yesterday's result didn't happen, like you guys wouldn't be this upset? No, no, I would have been just I would have been no, I would no, I would no, I would have no. been just upset if not more. Like, trust me, the yesterday's result only realigns how I feel about my club as it is. It just it doesn't change anything. It doesn't add to anything. It just realigns like. I've been screaming Sancho in, Sancho 7. You guys are seeing me, like, t- talking about how confident I was. But then the, I forgot who my cl- who's running my club right now. Um, and, yeah, I, 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 I just to answer your question, Tabs, directly, yesterday's result isn't the reason why I'm pissed off in it. Because yesterday, if we, if we had signed Sancho, let's just say he wasn't playing, or we signed um, Tellez a couple of weeks ago that he wasn't playing, and we lost yesterday, I'd be like, look, this was a very, very bad performance. But... You know, it, you can have a bad performance like in the season. You've got a plan in it. You yeah, you got a plan. Yeah, but the um, fact that that's happened yesterday, and we've we're literally we we have the cheek and audacity to literally go to club to club trying to find some some sort of deal. It's just yeah, it's just evident of of, of what my club is right now. To be honest, joke, bruv. joke, fuming joke. But um, you man, I also linked with them booze. So that's Stop. just that's just so you know, just yeah, just to give you a bit of an insight. Obviously, I've, I've been reading some journalist reports on it, and basically, so um, so Barcelona basically they warmed to the idea of giving him giving us him on loan. However, they wanted him to sign a one-year contract, obviously because whenever they do sell him, they want to actually earn obviously money off the idea of of of, of his sale. He wasn't happy with it. I don't think he was very keen on joining United because I think Bro, in he's, these comfy. Sort, he's comfy. Yeah, in these sort of scenarios, the, the player the Liverpool twice, bro. Yeah, the player can he could, they can push slightly more, and he could probably have made more of a fuss about it. But you haven't come yeah. out and seen yeah Dembele is coming out saying he like you know what I mean he's he's probably training. Yeah. It, it hasn't been that man. much of a rush for him. So but the Barcelona Hills, man, it's never cold there, bro. Ah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, I think for him, his focus should be trying to get some a run of games, man. Because that guy has, I was reading somewhere that he's not played, he's, he's in the last three years he's played like fifty something games. Like that's not a good, that's not a good track record. You know, man. you know what's mad, yeah? 
You know why I stand him? Because he should actually be on like a talent level. He's on the Mbappe. Mbappe he's yeah, on that, yeah. Bro, he's, he's on 100%. that levels, man. But he hasn't, the injuries have shagged him. 100% man that guy on, on his day fully fit he's he's world class levels man can't lie but it for me when we were when we were linked with him I was just looking at it like I don't want to take on that burden man of, of a potential too you big know, of six. a gamble you don't need at the it's minute. way too big a gamble for me so but anyway that's not happening and um, in terms of other incomings we've signed uh, a couple of youngsters um, one by the name of uh, Facuno uh, Pellegri, I think his name is, Uruguayan youngster, uh, plays, now. doing his medical now, right winger, 18 years old, um, will likely go back out on loan, uh, if not go straight into our under-23s, but um, we needed now signings, i.e. players that are ready to start for United, and he's definitely not not ready. Um, the second one was um, uh, Armour. Yeah, Arma Traore. Uh, I think I think that's his name. Um, again, another player that I'm I'm not too familiar with, but you hear rumblings um, that you know he's he's a he's a good talent and one uh, another potential prospect for the future. But again, we're in the same situation where we needed a right now signing, and he is not it. So um, he he will be coming in January because I think there's some complicate complications with uh, his, yeah, his work gonna... permit or his visa. Um, so, so he won't be coming till till January anyway. But uh, aside from that, yeah, just just uh, ban- banterous attempts at trying to bring in players. Edis- and, Edison uh, coming in. Edison Cavani, yeah. yeah. So he he's uh, he's apparently um, signed, still delivered. But Do you know what's funny about that one though? Because <laughs> I know my club. They right now the reason why they have not announced it is because they're doing up videos and him. T- um, Playing keyboard, probably some mm. mad, some mm. mad um, media performance for to, to announce him, and that's what they're, they're going to try to to sort of blindside um, the United fans with this big, this big um, transfer no, um, deadline day nonsense, nonsense. Um, it's just it's it's, it's just shit, fam. It's shit because I mean, Cavani, yeah, fair enough. He's had a he's had a great career. PSG's all time um, you know top scorer, but the the fact of the matter is the guy's thirty two. Donny's been available to, since March. He's been March. available since March. He's been a free agent since March, and we're scrapping on the last day to get him in. That just goes to show where we are as a club. That just goes to show. You man laugh, him. You man laugh. Do you think Cavani comes in and starts straight away? Or um, centre back. <laughs> in answer to your question, Strides, I think I think um, Marshall Marshall will still be our main guy. Um, if I'm honest. Um, yeah. I think Igalo will be leaving in January. Is that right, Char? Yeah, yeah. So I think it's, pr- it's pretty much to backfill our our like backup striker. Um, uh, okay. So that, that's The thing thought. is, just to, sorry to add it, Logic, if it wasn't United, if it was any other club, I'd look at it and think, okay, cool. Um, we want to Sancho. We're not getting him now. The, the, the concept of potentially playing Cavani up through the middle and obviously Marshall on the right, Rashford on the left, obviously interchanging, could potentially work. But knowing my club, I know this logic wasn't used. It was no. literally just, it's, it's just panic. Get a that's name the, in. Yeah, just get a name in. Yeah. It, it might work out. And, and that, that's is, the issue. You know, I, I always tell people, it's how you package things up. If this guy came at the beginning of the summer, I yep. think this lo- looks and feels completely different of where you're like, United have a plan. United know what they do. you know what I'm trying to say? Of where he's actually a good signing, and I've said it. I'm like, this is actually a really good signing and a good option to have. Of where, let's say you need a goal last 15 minutes and you're bringing mm. on Edison Cavani. 
bro, you can do a lot, lot worse than Edison Cavani. But yeah, I agree with you, man, of where it's almost, it's the last minute nature which leaves a bitter taste. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, like you say, if it was done at the beginning of the window, then you'd think, okay, there was actually some strategy. But the, I mean, to, to be scrapping around on the last day of the window just goes to show where we are. It just goes to show where we are, man. But um, President Stephen, I've got a question as well. Um, obviously, just off the back of that, um, I mean, you guys had a had a bid rejected for Sancho. I mean, last week, I guess. Uh, with uh, it's fake, man. No, 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 no. But uh, I'm just saying. Let's just say you had those peas, like eighty mil available. I think it was sixty. Or, or upfront, the upfront fee that you're gonna pay was was it not? It was upwards from eighty, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was eighty upfront, and then obviously um, add-ons. But um, I'm just saying, don't you think? Wouldn't you have liked to seen? Yes, I know it's late today. But wouldn't you like to see the club um, making an effort to kind of hijack some high-profile signings in positions that you actually need, rather than just trying to fill gaps with? The problem, the problem, the problem here is, is that you just have that whole, the whole um, charity knocking on doors effect because you're just going to get a load of doors slammed in your face because if you're going for high-profile signings at this, at this, at this time. In, in on the last day of the window, you're you're more than likely going to be rejected because those those teams don't have time to replace those players. So yeah, it's just an example. Like obviously, I wouldn't have liked this to happen, but just an example because I was watching Sky Sports and um, Gabriel uh, Gabby Abonglaho was talking about it. Um, basically, like saying Partey is a release thing. You lot need a DM. Like you should have at least been put in a, in a bid to try and get him and then, you know, agree on terms. So, I'll be honest with you, in terms of all the signings that have happened, so obviously signings that could have happened, aka players that were open to the move, the one that's actually vexed me, and I'll say on on pod now, is the fact that Arsenal be asked to Gabriel. Because the guy, from what I've seen, a snapshot in it, the guy is solid. And, like, he would have been a perfect player to play on the left-hand side. I don't know, with Maguire or without Maguire, I don't care anymore. But the fact that we've let that go and we haven't been linked with a signing like at centre-back, it's just, mm. again, it's just evident of the calamity of my club. Like, how can anyone with eyes, yeah, can watch and, re- and, and, and realise what United's issue is, even a lo- in lockdown, even in lockdown when we were playing well, like, yeah, we were attacking, we were doing well, but bro, it, teams could still get, get onto us. And it was always because, it was always because of our centre-backs. Yeah, mm, you weren't saying this a bit ago. I wasn't saying this. I wasn't saying this, but bro, you, the thing is, just because I'm not saying it to you guys, don't mean I'm not thinking it. I, 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 I support my club. Like I support my club. I'm never going to say. On, I'm, I'm never going to say to you, like, oh, yeah, no, I agree with you. Like, always, come on, bro. That's just not how football works. It's not how being a fan works. But the fact of the matter is, I'm watching and thinking, right, Lindorf is kind of low key, kind of slow, you know. But I'm not going to say it out loud, am I? But bro, yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about the game soon, in it. But we move. All right, man. So, yeah, some strong words from the United camp. Sorry, just one, just just one, one more, more. Um, uh, outgoing. Uh, so it looks mm-hmm. like uh, Chris Smalling, uh, oh, yeah. our, our centre back, will be will be leaving us uh, for Roma. So they got the 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 deal done before the the Italian deadline, which was uh, seven o'clock, I think. Um, so yeah, Chris Smalling is no longer a United player. Happy days. Happy about that. I would have liked to keep him, to be honest, knowing our struggles at the back. But yeah. He's gone. He didn't. Was he even in match day squads when he was here? He didn't. No, even, he was training no, no. by himself. Training by himself. So he was really not on coming back, right? 
Like so he was not... pushing for it. He he loved. Yeah, and I remember. Yeah. yeah, he was like, "Yeah, I want to go back, man." Mm-hmm. All right, see Strezza, Tottenham Hotspur, Hotspur. So Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> What's going on over there? So we finally signed a striker, um, Carlos Vinicius from. Well, when I say sign, it's an initial loan with an option to buy. Mm-hmm. So. Carlos Vinicius. I'm not going to sit here and say I know bare about him, but what I will say is that his record last season, his numbers were very good, and we got back up for Kane in it, so I can't complain. That's the thing, yeah. isn't it? That's all you need. Yeah. Like, yeah. Big man, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Remember when we signed Giroud? His numbers are Montpellier. Liar when it comes to the Prem, but anyways, I wish nah, but Giroud wasn't even that bad. Was, but Giroud was, you didn't sign him as a backup, did you? Nah, the liar was Shamak. Yeah. Big facts. No, no, Charles right. You didn't sign him as backup. You signed him as your main man. It's different. We've got a main, we've got a gun man up front already. So just to have Vinicius man, to play. Know? Huh? Giroud's the gun man. Second top scorer in front of history. Yeah, I love <laughs> it. Forget. He's coming for our record. So, yeah, so we signed striker. So, yeah, happy with that. Um, another play we were linked with Skriniar, the centre-back. It's not happening oh, yeah. now. Fell through, I'm, I'm a bit, bit gutted about that, man. Because I, I still think we are light at the back. Um, but who knows, man? Who knows? Maybe we, we go back in in January or not. But, what yeah. happened there? Was there any reasons why? Or was it funds? Well, from what I've, I've read, he wanted to come. Yeah. We put a bid in, but it wasn't matching the valuation that Inter valued the player. So... Yeah, we just couldn't come to an agreement. Jose wanted him, he wanted the move, but unless you get an agreement with Inter, it's not going to happen. So, yeah. I guess the fact he wanted to come to us gives me hope that it may happen in January, if not next summer. So, um, I guess we're going to have to deal with, with Dyer and Sanchez and them, man, for now. Um, who else has been linked? Well, more more like players that have been linked with moves away. So, one fourth has completed a loan move to Villarreal, but he did sign a new deal till 2023. So, that makes me think that his future is still at the club, even though he's not shown me anything to make me think he's good enough. So, but I guess it's good to get let him get some experience and you know play some more games there. Um, Danny Rose has been pushing for a move, but nothing's happening at the moment. Gazaniga too. I, I read reports that his agent is in Merseyside. Maybe a move to Liverpool, but no, 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 it's, no it's the thing, man. Everton. Oh, was it I Everton? heard both. I heard both, man. I heard, no, no, no. I Everton, Everton are in for him, and um, who's the other keeper? They're in for two keepers, and yeah, it's for the Romero. Oh, so it's not you, though. No, no, Everton definitely. Ah, okay, cool. Well, maybe you do need to go in for him because boy, Adrian ain't very good. And do you know what? Gazaniga's not even that bad, man. Like I, I ne- don't necessarily see why we're getting rid, but if he's going to be third choice, then yeah, there's no. no so who's who's your second choice keeper now? If he goes, hot. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm surprised, yeah. Not, I'm surprised not more people have gone for Romero. Us just obviously go back to sort of United. Now, Romero's actually a good keeper. He's he's actually good. Keeper. He's, 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 yeah, that's the other keeper. Sorry, Everton. Yeah, they're interested in Romero and Gazaniga. Oh, well, yeah. Romero, I actually really like him, man. Yeah, good. Romero, uh, his wife just just um, giving you a bit of live news. His wife has had a little bit of a, a pop at United because it looks like we're we're holding him hostage for the right price. So essentially. Clubs are approaching are approaching for him, um, but we're saying we want uh, this amount, uh, or else he's not going. So oh, I think loan loan moves as well are, are out of the questions. We want the actual fee, and his wife's had a pop at us on social media 
that's actually by deep by her status because yeah. he helped the team reach four yeah. semi-finals and that's then what she was saying that's what she was saying lose them all that's what she was saying that's deep though I can't lie very deep very very deep especially because we've got Henderson there now but anyway yeah let them play ball yeah. I heard that Spurs are but it's funny to, um, though because Ancelotti Ancelotti is finally seeing that um, what's his name in in oh, Everton's goal Pickford <laughs> seeing the fraud that he is <laughs> he needs yeah he's not Romero, Romero is going there starting 100% yeah back he's on Spurs not, um, though I heard that you guys are signing uh, centre back from centre back yeah. Swansea Swansea Joe Roden I, I don't know enough about him I see that we were linked with the 18 million move but I also read that apparently it's not going to happen because we can't get a fee agreed with them. And also he had an ankle injury or something like that. So that that may be a factor. I, I've never seen him play. So again, I don't really, can't really say much about him. I mean, I'd rather have a name where I know he's going to come in and, and sh- shore up the defence straight away as what opposed happened, to like a young 18 what happened to Skrinner? Is that off? Just like we just couldn't, yeah, like by the sounds of it, what Alistair Gold said. Are you with us, Chris? He basically said that he the fee couldn't be agreed with Inter. So, yeah, I have to just wait on that one. Um, another thing that was confirmed is Ryan Sessignon's gone out on loan to Hoffenheim, which I think, again, is a good move for him. A lot of other English players have gone out to Germany and like done well. So, hopefully, he can get his confidence back. Because when we first initially signed him, I thought, all right, we've got our left back now for the next however, however many years. But it's not really happened for him thus far, so we'll see what happens there. But all in all, it's been a good win though for us, man. Like, we've brought in players that obviously have definitely strengthened us in key areas. Bit disappointed we haven't got a centre-back, but yeah, man, I've got to take my hats off to Daniel Levy because he's done bits. He has oh. backed your manager, like, on a massively, different scale. Massively, Can't lie. Massively. I'm not going to lie, it upsets me, man, because like I said in the last episode, if this was Poch, I mean, Joseph is a good manager, but I'd be more fearful if this was put, and I just don't understand why he wasn't back like this. It just baffles me, to be honest. I'm looking at it the other way, to be honest. I think now Jose's got these people in place. Yeah, it's looking a bit like he can grind out results against anyone in his day, and that's that's just what Jose is. So I just it's just all about basically keeping their key players fit for me. Calvin, let me ask you something. Would you, with everything that's happened in your transfer window this year? If you had the choice to either have Poch as your manager or Jose as your manager, who would you pick? That's such a hard question, man. Good question. Because, because I've I've said from from time Poch, 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 but slowly I'm just starting to warm to Jose a bit, man. As much as I hate to say it, I, I don't know if it's a, that. I don't know if it's <laughs> the a Amazon bit, thing um, has gassed him. Bro, the <laughs> Amazon thing, and then like just the Jose pool. Now, don't get me wrong. I know that he's been backed a lot more, but. Has he got that pull? Has he got that that player effect that they want to come to? He does, to be honest. Because Mm. they know he is a proven winner. Mm. Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, the style of play that Poch plays, obviously, is is preferred. But then you look at how we've started the season. We've scored, what, 13 goals in our last... Oh, no, 12 goals in our last three away games. That's, That's crazy. So, I don't know. I don't know. All right, cool. Good times over at Spurs. Let's go to Chelsea then. Mr. Wisey. Oh, obviously, we've had a busy window, but that was all early on. So it's just more like just getting out all the deadwood. So Barkley, the biggest deadwood of them all, has gone out to Villa and then immediately (laughs) done more in his Villa career than he ever did for Chelsea in his first game. So I bet that'll that'll be covered in a minute. (laughs) And then Loftus-Cheek has left. He's gone to Fulham. 
Which are really? Cool. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah. Mine went down the road. What oh, a legend. That happened about an hour ago or two hours wow. ago. Which I'm, I'm surprised of, given the fact that we put Barkley away as well. But I am glad for him. Like, he does need the consistent game time. And he will start in that midfield. Whether or not it will be any decent, because Fulham are awful. Mm-hmm. But he'll, he'll be playing. And that's what he needs, especially if he's got those faint hopes of getting into the Euros. Um, so that's a good move <laughs> Just for him. Adding him. Yeah, and then Bakayoko has gone to Napoli. Yeah, yeah, he's so, his watchman. Yeah, that, that transfer should have never happened. Yeah, that that was a desperation move, but it is what it is. So go play in Italy again, lad. Have a great time. Doesn't really matter. Um, we've been trying to get rid of Alonso and Emerson, or at least one of them, but we've not been able to agree either with them. Um, apparently, was you not Mo- trying to ship um Jorginho to Arsenal as well, or was that just? I think that was just a rumour. Like, okay. I don't know about the Arsenal boys' point of view, but for me, it never seemed very serious. Yeah. It was just one of those like, names that I was like, oh, they haven't got a party. Oh, let's go for Jorginho. But mm. I don't really see it. Like, this Chelsea team is devoid of leadership enough right now. And then to get rid of our vice-captain, the guy who does a lot of talking on the field, I, I, I never really saw it as ser- a serious one. So that's fair enough. And then, yeah, it's just really lone outgoing. There's nothing much from us. Like I say, we did all our business. Nice. Kenna, what's happening at our place, man? Yeah, crickets, bro. We're done. We've done our business like a proper club does. Nice. Have we early. already discussed the Brewster thing? Or did that happen after? No, after? I, that actually happened this week. Yeah, Brewster out 24 million. You know what? Yo, Michael Edwards, I shout him out probably like every week, but Michael Edwards is a flipping genius, man. 24 million for a guy, I think... I'm not even sure Brewster made his Premier League debut with us. Zero, zero Premier League games. Bro, 24 Thanks. million. Laughing. Um, yeah, Gruwich loan uh, fell through, so he's staying. Um, yeah, no, nothing else really. I think yeah. we've done our business. Our Maybe you need to look done. a bit deeper into the market then, if your business has been done, basing <laughs> off yesterday's result. Hello. <laughs> we've we've got everything. You can try and run banter, but it's not gonna stop. Oh, I'm, I'm a genuine question. It's not banter. Did you, did you pull a muscle there, stretching there, mate? Fuck no, it I'm up. not. Listen, this ain't banter. It's genuine question for you, Ken. Where, like. do you, where do where do you think we need to we need to tighten up? I'll, I'll ask you at the back. No, I'm, I'm, we've, we've got okay. If you if you wanna start that anyway, we we have our best keeper to come back. That's one right back. Trent's not being moved. Robbo's not being moved. VVD partner. Gomez looks shaky, but we still have Joel Matip, arguably our best um, BVD partner, arguably. And as people have seen, Fabinho. So we're good, man. We're good. There's nothing to indicate um, anything scary. It's one game. You have to take it into context. So, yeah, no, we're good. Mm. <laughs> this stride, I'm on to him. <laughs> when Tottenham loses. Um, okay, cool. So, yeah, that's it, right? So we can go straight into the Premier League games. Game week four, um, a lot of pammings, a lot of big score lines. We'll start with the first one, which was Chelsea v Crystal Palace. Um, yeah, I don't straightforward, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I don't need don't to spend too to. much time on it. First half was absolutely boring. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you continue, hey, don't breeze through your thing just to get to our pammings, please. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Take your time. Arsenal guys, guys look at his just breeze through their games, <laughs> like, bro. I'm gonna put it this way. I know, I know. Who looks for me? When they're gonna be listening to this, they're gonna be thinking, "Oh, Jake's on again. Great analysis. He knows what he's talking about. That man knows ball." But we all know what we want to hear. So let's just get to the point. Chelsea were very good in the second half. We ripped them apart. 
It was Palace. They offered nothing. Let's move uh, Jake, on. Jake, you're not serious, bro. You're not serious. <laughs> nah, that's <laughs> funny. That's that's like right, but Jake, I've got a question. I've got a question about that game, though, because go, go, go. Um, there was a... It, there was a there was a little incident. <laughs> there was a little incident uh, in regards to the penalty where Tammy wanted to take it. Yeah, that but was. Aspie, what was that all about? Did Tammy just wanted to get on the score I, sheet? I think or? it was toast and put it in, wasn't it? it was just man was chasing the goals because he's seen Calvert Lewin going mental and he needs to get off the competition. <laughs> now it was just a case we were three 0 up. He wants to get a penalty for his performance. I think Frank after the game said he deserved it. To me, he didn't really do a whole lot, but. Obviously, he apparently knows football better than I do. So, yeah, it was just one of those cases. He de- he demands it. Um, I think Werner also put his hand in, saying, I want a goal as well. Then Asby just runs over and goes, no, neither of you getting it. You're not the penalty taker. Gives the ball to Jorginho and just tells him, basically, to piss off. It was it's sorted by Chill. all accounts. Also, Chilwell debut, goal and assist. Now, let me quickly add on that quickly. I, I think that's a bit selfish from Jorginho, man. Like... He's not going to be up there at the end of the season for top goal scorer of the season. It's Tammy. It's like, it's 3-0. It's I don't think it's Jorginho that said it. But, nah, but if I'm the, if won, I'm the, if I'm the penalty taker, if yeah. I'm the designated penalty taker, get, don't even touch the no, ball, To be bro. honest, uh, just, add, just add to that, Jorginho didn't... He didn't go for the ball. I think yeah. it was it was uh, it was. Yeah, um, Aspie grabbed it. Aspie grabbed it from Tammy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's just it's just Aspie setting a line and and getting people to respect his. Captain. It's good habits, man. Good yeah. habits. To be fair, we <laughs> need to know that we've got people on our fantasies and we need goals. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> if you remember uh, back in Frank Lampard's day, Jogba uh, needed the penalty to actually. Yep, I remember that. And he still didn't take it on the day. Until like, Frank Lampard like had to take it, so I feel like you know that's just one of them things. Whoever the penalty, yeah, drugs, he was fuming as well. He eventually yeah. got his goal to get the golden yeah, boot, he, he was living. Yeah. Back in that disgrace. Was, that disgrace. was a game <laughs> Wigan 8 0 or 8 1, and eight, I think eight, the penalty yeah. came 1 0. And it was on the day we had to win because United were winning as well. So it's basically a case of don't get me wrong, Didier, we want you to win the golden boot, but I also much rather have a league. So, and then he, he scored a hat-trick on the day anyway. So, yeah, for, for me, it's a much ado about nothing. I want to see Tammy taking the penalties because I hate Jorginho's penalties. They give me anxiety. <laughs> but it is what it is. Like, you've got, to, you've got to keep the goals flowing in. You've got to make sure you get the result because I think we all know as football fans, especially in the Premier League, you do need your goal difference. Like, I know it's not a major yeah. thing right now, but you've got to make sure of these things. And the more goals you can guarantee, the better. And as we saw that situation, it's a done deal. Nice. Nice, nice and sharp there from you, YZ. Let's go to the Arsenal lads then. Arsenal v Sheffield United. Bit of a struggle, but you got there in the end. Bit of a struggle. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't say. I would say um, first half we it was a Sheffield United team that are very looking very hard to break down. Actually, they look like they've gone back to their old ways of last season. Um, where I think as earlier on in the season, well, the start of this season, they've been too easy to beat, um, and I think they sort of went back to the same sort of tactics that they they had last season and we just couldn't break them down. It was, you know, we were creating, not creating chances. Aubameyang took a shot from Long, which the keeper saved. And I think that was basically the only opportunity we had in the first half. Um, and then second half, it sort of continued the same way, actually, until um, Arteta tweaked it a little bit. He put William down the middle and then he brought Pepe on to, and took off Nketiah. Um, and when Pebe came on, 
He just put a lot more energy into it. Uh, William started getting the ball more. Sabayas started controlling the game. Uh, and shout out to Sabayas, actually, because I think recently for me, he's the standout player for us. And a lot of people don't like to mention it, but I think he's a standout player for us um, on the ball and off the ball. So um, shout out to him. And then obviously, uh, we've got the first goal. Uh, how, how did even go to score the first goal? What was it? Uh, it was the Saka one. Header. Saka header. Great, oh, great yeah. Play. yeah, yeah. Great play. Great, play. Yeah. great play down down the wing. And then uh, Bellerin crosses it far post. Uh, Saka's actually done well with the header, actually, because there's a man coming across and that makes it that much difficult. And he's not unknown for his headering. And he's able to, you know, position it into the corner, which is good enough. And then uh, the second goal, uh, it was just, again, great play, fast movement. Bellerin uh, with the through ball for Pepe. And then Pepe just had that. You know, he wanted it. He looked like there. That's the Pepe I want to see on more often where he's direct. I think with Pepe, if he simplifies his game a lot more, where it's a case of stop turning back, stop uh, going side to side, just take the guy line. Um, most of the time, I think he'll, be, he'll improve his game a lot more. And it was a good finish as well because I think he's falling down and he just is able to uh, finish it into the corner. Nice. So, uh, anything else to add, or you, you, you guys are just gonna toast? Any monologues from you, or yeah, no, nah, no, no, no monologues today. Obviously, no, no monologues, no monologues from you today. No, no monologues today. I mean, three points gang and that, like, uh. the bottles out. But my biggest takeaway from the game was like, when you have a centre forward, like you, you'd like to think that you can play through him. But even when like Eddie starts, I don't feel as if we play through him and I just feel as if like um sorry not like I said Abamyang out on that wing he's just running around doing nothing like he's he doesn't really assist and yeah, he's man. not involved if he's not involved on the game in the wing or he doesn't grab himself a goal he has no impact on the game and that's not his fault it's just because I don't think he's a natural winger so my biggest takeaway is I still don't feel as if these two ones that we're getting away with is sustainable like Lacazette I love him, three goals in uh, four games, but he's shown that he can't be relied upon in the big moments. So for me, we need to get Pepe in the team now. He's got this goal, he's got the confidence. Get Saka out on the left wing, Pepe out on the right wing, and put Abamyang through the middle. Let him get his goals. I mean, Abamyang's only got one goal this season, and that was, against, that was against Fulham. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's a bit worrying that he's not been in the last two league games like, at all. Like, so that's just my only takeaway, but... Do you, do, points, you, do, you not, do you not think that you're playing much better football than you were, say, 12 months ago? No, I agree. I, I agree. I, well, yeah, we're playing better football that, um, than we were 12 months ago. But And I said it in the group chat the other day. I'm sorry, but we're not playing better football like un, than, than we were under Wenger. Under Wenger at home, other than the top four, away teams couldn't come to the Emirates and get much. Like There, mm, you were, you, there was not much love. Every single team that comes to the Emirates, West Ham, Sheffield United so far this season, they're always in the game. Like, usually we'd be out of sight, 60, 70 minutes. Like, every single game is a close game at the Emirates. And for me, it's not good enough. Do you know what I mean? Like, we I'd don't say, spank teams anymore. From like, outside the point of view, I'd probably say, I wouldn't say you're playing better football. I think you look a lot more solid. I think, I just agree on what you're saying. I think you, you scored a lot more goals um, under Wenger. Um, and even that parts under Emery, under Emery, but I think right now you're you're not conceding as many chances as you used to before. So it's almost like you take the hot with the cold. Um, for so long, you guys probably wanted a, a solid defense and a, a unit that could actually defend as a team. You actually, I actually think you have that now. I think it's just a case of obviously then finding 
uh, the right balance between obviously attack and defense. And then, my, but from my, my problem, point of view, my problem is Char. Like when you say solid, fine, but our next league game, I believe, is City um, at the Etihad. For all, for however solid uh, quotation marks we've been, does anybody expect Arsenal to go to City and get a result? From <laughs> they're they're whack now, bro. You can, but I don't you think you'll get run out like you would before. I don't feel as if we're even playing exactly. well enough to go. Exactly. I don't think you'll get run out the ends like you would before. I actually don't. Yeah, that's, I think, that's, that's why I think I, you'll that's... go toe to toe with them, but their quality will probably shine. But to be honest, Arsenal have good games at the Etihad, you know. That's yeah, they they don't look shit. How many Ws though, Andy? No, no, I mean, no, I mean, I mean, no Ws, but they don't run you out the ends, bro. We've been let down. Last, last game, the one when the project restart came, we got let down by Louise. We all saw that. Um, so hopefully, things like as Steven just said there, we've fixed up the back. And Tosa, just to say the whole Lacazette thing, that's what's next. I'm hoping if we get Partey, um, we can push up suppliers because. What we're missing is that creative link. The reason why Bamang's not scoring because he's not getting enough chances to him. That game against Sheffield United, he rarely got the ball, like, promising it's, chances It's heartening, bro, you know? Yeah. Like, your best I'm player is not having no impact. Exactly. So, if we can start... We've kind of started, we've kind of sorted out the defence. Partey comes in. We can maybe push the bias forward a bit. He will... He he he's starting to just find his balls out of nowhere. So Ceballos. this this is what he can yeah. pick a pass. 100%. Yeah, so Baller. this is what we need. And if he gets that to Aubameyang one on one, you know what the end result is, isn't it? Nice. Oh, wow, that's, uh, that's us, man. So, so that was the, so that was the early kickoff on the Sunday. Um, then after that, it was Spurs v no United v Spurs. Um. Which was meant to be the big game of the weekend. Um, big it was indeed. Um, I just want to start with Spurs. Um, C strides. Yep. First of all, did you expect this performance? What did you expect going into this? Were United there for the taking, or did you think like ah, a draw, or they're gonna beat us again? Like going into the game, I knew that they had some defensive frailties and they looked a bit vulnerable. You can see from the Palace game. Even though they got to win the Brighton game, they could have scored five, four or five. So, yeah, like I was confident to a certain degree. But at the same time, we had uh, the game against Chelsea on the Tuesday, the Europa League qualifier on the Thursday. So I thought we'd be a little bit tired going into it. Mm. So, yeah, I, I did predict a draw going into the game. Um, but, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised at the result, man, obviously. But I kind of want to hear what the United boys have got to say about the game, whether they want to go into mm. it a bit more. Yeah, so United guys, what did you guys expect prior? Walk in the park things or? Boss man, can I get six wings with chips, please? <laughs> I'm just hearing heavy breathing right now. <laughs> Trust me, bro. Hey, where are you? Where are you guys? Expectations, I I don't think any, even the neutrals probably didn't expect that kind of scoreline. So, uh, obviously, it ended 6-1. And um, going into the game, I I thought that, you know, after our first uh, couple of performances in the league um, and obviously the, the midweek uh, win against uh, Brighton in the EFL Cup, I was expecting, you know, not necessarily a repeat performance, but, you know, a little bit more confidence to be put into the lads, um, a few um, more games into the legs of some of our, our players that were looking a bit laggy in the last two games. And I was expecting it to be a competitive game um, that we would come up, come out on top in. That was that was my expectation coming coming into the game. Mm. Um, neutrals, mm. so Arsenal fans, what were you guys' expectations? 
coming in. I, I, I really thought it was going to be a draw. I, I, I thought, you know, the squads, there's not that much between them. Um, coming into it, I thought, you know, two two or something. You know, I thought defense, both defenses aren't great. So I thought it was going to be goals galore, but I didn't think it was going to be one-sided. Um, but from the get-go, United just didn't look like they were on it. They just didn't look like they wanted it. This is my point. So for me, obviously the red card, I don't know if the red card would, would have impacted the score. I'm not sure because obviously it's Martial and, you know, he can he can get you a couple of goals for sure. But um, I think even if it was 11 v 11, I think Spurs would have still won four one five soundly, one soundly. Because if you look at if you look at the goals, there's mistakes in almost almost every single goal. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you look at you look at um, Ndombele's goal. Like um, Bailly and Maguire are doing Wembley headers in the box. I don't know, I don't know what they're doing. That was that was, that was mad. Like I have no, no <laughs> idea. Um, for Aurier's goal, goal sorry, Luke Shaw uh, loses his man. You look mm-hmm. at um the uh, the fourth goal. I mean. Stand Luke Shaw's in no man's land. Stand still defending again. Like, man, United are just... Even the, even the penalty, like, Paul Pogba, what are you doing? Like, seriously, man. Like, mm. if you're going to go... If you're going to make a challenge there, you win the ball. Like, it was unnecessary. Like, he dived in unnecessarily. So, it was just mistake after mistake, really. There was no tech behind that slide either. My man just slid on the floor, basically. <laughs> it was craziness. <laughs> yeah, it was... Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It, it, yeah, just... Yeah, just... I think... Even if it was 11 versus 11, the only difference is I think that we might have scored maybe one or two more. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. I think yeah. in terms of the way we defended, nah. We got that popped yeah. off. Yeah, that Hoiberg Hoib- Hoib- pass. Bro, oh. first time hey. pass as well. Hey. Hey. When I saw that, that one, like he... I saw that one, I turned my TV off. You know what? He was quality yesterday, I thought. I thought that's his best game. He's him, and, him, and, him and Ndombele in the middle. They did, ran you man the quality, the, did you man hear the stat of where um, Hoiberg clocked up, I think it was 95 passes, which is the most by any away player at Old Trafford in Premier League history? Boy, people snoozed on, people snoozed on Hoiberg, man. I like for me, him for me, season. though, for, for me, that's mm. like, that stat is good, but I really do think the United midfield just were giving him too much respect and they were getting bullied. Like, they were giving their whole, whole, whole yeah. midfield yeah. Their whole midfield, man. Yes, yeah. you were, so I've actually been sitting here thinking about it, and I'll give you some logic behind it. And um, you know when that midfield three, like the Bruno, Matic, Pogba, it looked good post lockdown. I was thinking, do you know what? I honestly believe this now. Yeah, it was. A bit, I think in part, obviously they were playing well, but I think a lot of it was due to a lot of these teams had seasons in their legs, like they they they, they weren't necessarily just coming off the back of a pre-season, even though it was quite short. I think now I look at it, bruv, we they, we haven't got enough legs in the midfield. Like, that's that's the reality. Matic isn't the Matic of two, three years ago. Pogba, pff, I don't know what my man's on right now. Yeah, and Bruno, he, he, he's not the most mobile. So I honestly think if you, like yeah, yes, yesterday, all they needed was Hoiberg to literally run around and break everything up and then Dembele to... To, to basically just play the ball forward and, and they literally ran and Dembele did the same though he, yeah. he, he, he literally he was he was onto Pogba he was quality I, I feel like now Dembele is really starting to show what he's about because he's he, we all Been know he's got quality on the ball he's adding that work rate he's pressing he's tackling he's putting his foot in but does he not always look tired though 
He always looks tired. Like he does, man. you know what he does when he runs <laughs> back and that. He does. He, <laughs> but he the looks thing slouchy. Is, but I think that's just the way the way he plays. Mm, the like, thing the is way. though, I think like f- f- well, football fans were all were all were all were all guilty of this year. We're, we're so in the moment, innit? it? Bele has been a baller. Like he mm-hmm. he's not a he's not a bad player at all. Mm. He, obviously last yeah, season it didn't go for him. But bro, but man came from a division, yeah, where. I've seen countless amount of players come and struggle in their first season. Yeah, everyone yeah. was basically saying Nambele is done out. He's not... He's... Bro, the guy's a good player, bro. He's a quality, quality player. And the thing is, like, now add him into the mix of what Spurs have now. And, they, bro, they've got a very, very good team at the moment. And a very, very good team. The fact that Jose started him in this game just goes to show what his intentions are with him going, going forward. Because this is, this is what you consider a big game, in it? So, yeah. obviously, there's some trust being built there, which is, which is good to see. I've yeah. got a question Let's for you also now. to add into that as well. Don't forget. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? Just a quick one as well. I thought Aurea was fantastic. And I yeah, don't know was. if that's to do with Matt Doherty signing in and was, giving him a kick. I was surprised about that when I saw that when yeah. Doherty was inside. I, I was like, raw. I was, I was happy. You know what? Let me, oh. let me tell you, yeah. When, when I saw the lineup, I was thinking, oh no. And I, I literally went to get a drink, sat down, and I heard penalty. And I didn't even know who gave it. And automatically, I thought Aurea. <laughs> that's, that was my thinking when, penalty, when the ref pointed to the penalty spot. Obviously, it was Sanchez, whatever, but I thought he just proved me completely wrong with, with his performance, man. And long may it continue, because if he plays like that, then there's no reason why he can't make that right-back position his own for the whole season. So, got a question for actually both teams, but let me start with United. Um, so, obviously, in the group chat, Char, you said that this was the strongest possible eleven that Ole could have fielded. Yep. Um, is this not worrying? Oh, it's beyond worrying. Beyond worrying, bro. Like huh. yesterday, yeah. Honestly, 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 I know we're gonna touch on the game in it, but I want to focus more on United in it. I'm looking at it and thinking, bro. Like, cool. We're talking about Sancho, like, and that's what that's what I think we have to be. You have to like use reason with this. We've been linked with every top Tom, Dick, and Harry attacking. We haven't been linked with. I think we had Kulabai links maybe early on in the in the transfer window and um up up Magano. Uh, we had his transfer like maybe early on in the in the transfer window, but bro, nothing really too serious. And our biggest problem is literally uh, our back four. Like right now, our back four is dispensable. I'm looking at it thinking, bro, I couldn't care less if any of you lot got sold right now. Literally mm-hmm. any of you. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I'm gonna be on air and I'll say I was a big, 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 big supporter of Maguire, yeah, and how I've been humbled in it. So you lot have your laughs, have your jokes. Nah, we, we, love, we, love, we love our accountability. Oh, bro, like we've had such a, I've had such a rude awakening now, and, and yesterday's made me realise it. Like, obviously there's been situations in the past where I thought, oh, rah, this is, it, it's, it's not looking good. But yesterday, bro, there's was, there was a point, yeah, and I think I mentioned in the group chat, where Harry Kane took five touches to turn around, yeah, and my, my man Maguire was literally still... You know when you run past someone and you have to turn around to, like, get back to where they are? He was still turning, like, literally if at, at 60%. Like I was, I, that, it was that moment, not even the mistakes. It was that moment I thought to myself, nah, this guy is a shambolic fool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we hate to uh, say we told you so, but we told you so. <laughs> right. Obviously, yeah. all, all praise goes to Spurs right now. Um, full credit. Um, do you think this has been your best performance in in Yonks, basically, in a long yeah, time? Man. Honestly, 100%. I 
unbelievable performance. Obviously, it was aided by the red card to Marshall, which I thought was harsh. Um, but definitely, you can only beat what's in front of you. And I thought even before that, we just looked dominant. We went to mm. Old Trafford, which is a place we don't really like going to. And we just bossed the game, man. We bossed the game. For conceding a penalty that early, we could, our heads could have dropped and it could have been a peak one. But we just dug in there and... Some of the performances, man, like I said, Aurea was quality, Hoiberg, Harry Kane just looks fit, he looks strong, he just looks sharp, do you know what I mean? Mm. I just, seeing Kane like this is just, it's beautiful, man, he's spraying passes, getting in behind, licking shots, it's just, Sonny, obviously, Jose tried to play mind games, he come in and just, (laughs) he's just unreal. Bale to add to this, it's just mad, man. Like I just right. obviously right now, <laughs> regu- yeah. even regular was moving mad. Yeah, now. I'm hey. just gassed right now. Guys, just a question for you then. So obviously, I think that that was your fourth Premier League game, wasn't it? And if you just reflect it from these four games, the two yeah. games you've done well are two teams who have a more flamboyant way of playing. The two teams that you've dropped points are teams who've thought, "Yep, we're gonna park the bus today." And let's see what we can hit them with on the counter or with set pieces. And you've dropped points with those teams of where almost the, what's the right word? It's down to you guys to break teams down. Is that the, so like when I analyze your midfield, that's the issue of where you got, what is it? Um, Hoiberg, Sissoko and Ndombele. You can say Ndombele is the, the more creative or forceful one, but do you see yourselves almost struggling in those games of where sides are asking you, man, to dictate play and to break them down? Nah, not really. And I'll tell you for why. Because the Everton game, I think it was the, it was a game where they just came and dominated. Maybe yeah, Everton came on to them. Us. It wasn't even I don't that. know. I feel, I feel like it was a, the opposite. Um, and in that game, yeah, we, we, we weren't sharp at all. They came and bossed us and it's one of them things. It can happen. Obviously, we responded with the Southampton game um, and... I know they play a different style of the high line, which you were referring to. So it was maybe easier for us to get in behind. And I think it does suit us. But the Newcastle game, which they're obviously defend with a deep block, we broke them down countless times. We just weren't clinical. And on another day, we nick a 1-0 win if that super penalty doesn't get given. And we have nine points on the board right now. And obviously United, the way they played in defending yesterday suited us. I don't think we lack, we'd lack creativity playing against a team that allow us to have possession because yeah. I feel like we've got enough quality to break teams down. Lacelso didn't play yesterday. He's another creative player we can add into the mix. I think, obviously, Gareth Bale is another creative player we can add into the mix. To, to think you've got Bergwijn who can come off the bench, didn't play yesterday. Lucas Moura come off the bench. There's creativity in and amongst the whole team now. Mm. And I think if we do get them all firing then there's no reason why we can't play both ways. We can you sit back it. and we can so hit you on a break. It's different to say you can. Do you expect it? Is that something where you'll go into a game and think, I expect you to turn up today. I expect my best 11 to go and win this game. I'd say I'm starting to get confidence. I think mm. yesterday is a big reason for that. But obviously, I'm, I'm not going to get too ahead of myself. It's one, one massively good performance. I want to see it more consistently and I want to see it over a number of games. But yeah, like the the more I see us play like that, then yeah, I'm gonna think I'm gonna feel like we can we can pick up points anywhere we go. Anyway, whether that's home, whether that's away, I think we can pick up points, man. If we play like that, there's no reason to say we, we can't. I like that. Chest, chest. Confidence, my chest G. Chest from strides. Jose's <laughs> giving me confidence, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> that's what we like to hear, bro. So obviously Wait, after one that... more thing though. One yeah. more thing though. 
just quickly, I, I know I, I don't know if it was a couple pods ago we were having a debate about Kane and Aubameyang. I just hope that's been put to bed. <laughs> like just just in, whoa, in whoa, all round who, who the better whoa. player is. Let's not talk about form. I'm just saying who the better player is all round. It can't even be a discussion, and it doesn't. It's, 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 it's not. To me, yeah, it's not a mate thing. You know what? I'm not. I'm not even gonna argue about it. Get into it. To be fair, since Aubameyang's joined the, the league, he's got more goals than than Kane. It's a simple, simple fact for me. You're going to talk like about... Said what you, he said better player, by the way. Yeah, better player. All right. Yeah. But I agree that. What, I said that to we're, we're comparing a striker to a striker. Why are you talking about... What, what else are you talking about? Overall that's what player. we spoke about. We spoke about who was a better right. player. Aubameyang is a better striker. And Kane is a better overall, overall player. Yeah. I just find, exactly. I find it mad that this conversation still happens when Aubameyang hasn't played up front for how long? But anyway. <laughs> but even Sorry, then, man, from, the wing, like this, from, yeah. the wing, from the wing, he has more goals. Let's keep it moving, man. This ain't a debate. Let's keep it moving. Another time. So, obviously, the last game um, of the day, or yesterday, sorry, uh, was Aston Villa v Liverpool. And, I mean, if a 6-1 result isn't bad enough, Liverpool <laughs> for you know what? Hold our glasses. We'll out-embarrass United. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my beer. <laughs> hold my Hold my beer. That's the one. Hold my glasses. Hold my beer. Kenna, <laughs> you know bro. <laughs> Yo, what makes me sick, and I said this, is we we didn't even let the L from United marinate. Like not even they, marinate. Bro, it didn't bro, they, marinate. Scored, they scored in minute two, bro. You <laughs> couldn't even enjoy it. Oh, it made me feel. I can still, still hear Kenner saying, "Oh, we we won seven at the United game." Oh. Well, you got seven. <laughs> the thing is, do you know what's what's not? I know you got you guys are gonna run through the game in it, but bro. I literally kept because obviously whilst the goals were flying in, I was calling you, man. Yeah, because obviously I was I was feeling I was feeling chest from the United game. Every time I looked up, Aston Villa were attacking. Like every time, yeah. like there was I think there was a period of time maybe after the the second goal, where I think Liverpool came back into it. I think yeah. Salah then scored. Liverpool but, had yesterday. Yeah, Liverpool. I don't know what happened yesterday, but that was one of the the scariest off moment off days I've I've seen in a long long time from Yo, a, a big team. Question though that high line like yeah. it was yeah. it was that, adamant that's, from, that's, the, from the from the but the thing is Mitch the thing is just just, just just a touch on that yeah bro it, you know they've, they they this is how Liverpool play they no, they no, 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 no. there's a difference there's a difference between by playing high but not yeah. trying to play with the offside trap and this 100%. is what we've been doing lately there's a difference if you play without the offside trap you're ready for the Watkins in behind you're yeah. ready for the, yeah. the, the, the bottom from it's like you might not playing FIFA and you're doing Bro, double tap on the D you're trying to catch man offside. It don't make I don't, sense. I don't get it. And this was like even I think we started doing this like early last early season. this year. No 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 we was started it last so, season. So, yeah, Actually so, last season, yeah. Yeah so I read about this in. I read about this last year and if people remember correctly, it's Klopp made a, a purpose decision to start playing a high line of where he allows our defenders to gamble by jumping his um, his thoughts around that is because of the way VAR came in. It was like, okay, for us to press from the front, we need to be as compact as possible from defence to midfield, midfield to attack. And because VAR is in now, and we're able to now make sure if we get it right, players will be caught offside. And they started last season. If you remember, replay a lot of our goals we conceded last season, the mistakes were made last season of where... Even Carragher, Neville, Neville always used to say this. He, he has this nervousness about the way Liverpool defend and the way uh, our centre backs jump forward. It's just yesterday. It's, it's very, it's very risky. Yeah, it's I mean, risky, but it's had its benefits. Like you can't, you can't. Yeah, yeah. Let, you, I like, mean, it's worked. You have it's to take worked. the good and the bad because it worked last year. So I know, I know. 
the I, I know that. I know that. It's worked. Off. It's worked more time than it hasn't worked. That's but, the thing. You have fine, to take that's the fine. That's fine. But yeah. the longer you do things like that, the more teams will clock on. And this is what even like I saw it at Arsenal. And that's when I saw where I was like, nah, if, if a yeah. better team mm. clocked this, we're well, getting moved to, bro. What I'd Honestly. say, the only thing that messed us up against um, Arsenal versus Liverpool was when, because we weren't passing the ball forward. forward. So there, was no, yeah. there was no chance for that. But if you see the difference when Ceballos yeah. came on yeah. and there was loads of chances for the ball yeah. to be given through like that. And I saw, that's when I saw this high line is a bit suspect. And remember I think, when I said it to you, and that, I think you yeah. thought it was corn. And I said that I was like, bro, I think I said that I was like, oh, I was like, oh, all you gotta do is play three or four good forward passes, and you're in behind Liverpool. And I think I remember I said it in like some jokey way, and you thought I was like corning. But I was like, bro, it's just a couple passes. And obviously, yesterday it was literally just get the ball to Grealish and Barkley, that, and man. yeah, it was oh, just that. Grealish ran riots. Looking at Liverpool, like the last couple of games, and like this is like a player I got. Like a lot of love for, like, but Virgil van Dijk, he's mm. fucking arrogant, man, and he's actually starting to piss me off, man, yeah. because I'm noticing, like, the way he's moving on the pitch, it's, he's acting. He's doing cheeky pitch. things, he's yeah. Take, he's taking the prem for granted a little bit now, and yeah. almost as if he doesn't have he's to. He's too defend. good for it, and yeah. he's almost as if he's too good for it. Like the arrogance. He's been like this his whole career, man. In his, in his play, but no, I'm seeing it more like this season, mm. and mm. especially yesterday, man. Like, like so, the way he was moving. And then he even had the cheek to scream at the defense after the sixth or seventh goal, as if <laughs> yeah. as if he had done anything all game. Joe Gomez as well. I've not seen him have a have a good game in like since Sterling, since yeah. Sterling when they pammed you what four or five nil. I Not think I think he had a good game. Um, last who, who did we play? I think against Arsenal. In the uh, Caribbean, no, not Caribbean. Yeah. The previous in the when we beat you guys. Yeah, he, he had a decent, decent game. He, he had, had a decent, decent game, game but yeah. the thing is, he wasn't tested. That's what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, I get, I get, I get what Tosin is saying, though. I do Gomez agree. Gomez has been 100%. struggling, mate. Yeah, Gomez struggling is having a shocker. Uh, still, still the best in the country as well. I mean, Robertson obviously made a mistake last game. Van Dijk has just not been himself for a while. Trent, man, Trent struggled. Uh, can we, can we, Afi, can we talk about Trent low key? Cause no, 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 I'm not gonna have this. I'm not gonna hold it. One no, minute. What are you not gonna have? I haven't said anything. I haven't even said nothing yet. Robertson, uncharacteristic mistakes. You guys are acting like you don't have to play the offside trap. I don't feel I don't feel as if Gomez has had a good game since Man City, and I maintain that. And Trent as well. I mean, Trent, it wasn't Trent's fault yesterday, but again, man, like the the link up between Watkins and um, Grealish mm. for the majority of the game down that left wing. It was well, just too came, easy. Everything came from there. Too easy. Trent Trent was was asleep on that side though. Like for for, for a few of the link up uh, link ups for the goals. I agree. Shout out Grealish, oh, though. Barely the goals came from that side, actually. Yeah. I, think, yeah. I, I, I feel Watkins like every single time. Won. There's Barclays one, Grealish. You do not have a leg to stand on. Even all of the deflections came from that side as well. Yeah. yeah. They were playing one twos around Trent, man. Trent, Trent yesterday, I don't know, man. He, I mean, since the start. You do know, man. Donny can't defend, man. Just say with chest. about the defense. Like, yeah, like he's not 
been like uh, great. You even mentioned it in the England game. Uh, that time. Uh, when when the agenda arrives, when the agenda arrives, Donny, if he's not if he's not creating goals, what's he in the team for? To do what? Yeah, and he's not had a brilliant start, man. I don't know if he's. Anyway, I'll anyway. tell you what, as well, man. Like Liverpool conceded seven, but I mean, I don't joke when I say it could have been ten, brother. Because ten. Ollie Watkins hit the bar. Mm. Ollie Watkins missed a one-on-one, a sitter. Barkley missed a Barkley had, had two chances. He easily could have scored. And it was Kenner yesterday was like, ah, it's, it's one game. It's like, it's not going to affect our season. Believe you me, this is going to affect your season. Liverpool lost, what, three games last season. Yeah, let, me let, me say, let me tell you why it won't. Let me say... Let I me tell you why it won't. No, no, no. Let me tell you why it won't. Because first of all, first of all, this game, it wasn't even one of them where... Um, uh, yes, all credit goes to Aston Villa. They played well. They... They um, are smart us and they they done us. But on the other side, if we took t- took our chances, the game could have been different. That's one, two, nah, not two, 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 two. That's one, two. We're missing key players, key players to come in. So this about is why time. I, huh? about time. You might never miss uh, get anyone injured. About yeah, that's time. what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. No, but it's not an excuse, though. No, no, but I'm not using that as an excuse. Now, let me let me land. Let me land. Lose a player. Are you saying you're gonna have to lose? And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because this team, this team, you man lost players last season, though, and you probably you literally lost that two games. Now I'm just saying, I'm just saying why it won't affect us for the rest of the season. I'm not saying about this game. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah, that's why because we still got key players to come back and. This is for me. This is just like a scare thing. I'm very happy that our next game. I'm very, I'm very happy that our next game is against Everton. It's either Everton or United. One of them had to be our next game, where the players will be motivated, angry. They'll be be looking to do some. You'll be shocked. I think you will lose more more games than you did last season. I think that will happen. For sure. For sure. Child, you know what I've been saying all week as well, and and I've said it before, even the season starts of where. This season, yeah, Liverpool don't have to be perfect like other seasons to win the league. Of yeah, where I'm saying is. we can afford to lose. We lost three last year, yeah? We can afford to lose probably five and still win the league. We can easily get 95 plus is what I expect. 95 I generally plus think the league is going to we'll be decided league. by basically... I but, but I think the league is going to be decided by a battle of the big shits, basically. Whoever, whoever's less shit. Uh, that's how I think. Uh, no, but, that's... But no, no, no. I disagree. Do you know what? If it turns out the way I think it, 95 plus points isn't you being shit. 90 plus points isn't you being shit. It's you being you considered better than other teams. So what do you, you think, be, the, what you do you think the threshold this, will be? Huh? Charles, Charles, um, what do you think the threshold uh, will be in terms of points this season? Anything between sort of 85 to 90, you reckon, will be, will be enough to win the league for me. I think there will be... Because, bro, I'm looking at it. Not even to say that... You, Liverpool are shit because you're not, and I know you're gonna win the league. Now I've deeped it, but bro, like the 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 Leeds, the Leeds, like you guys will have to go Leeds away, and after what they done at Anfield, like the Everton's, like like the, the, the there's better teams in the league now that like could potentially. We've been hearing Liverpool, this for the last couple of years, and City and Liverpool, Liverpool have walked the league. Are not so gonna hit ninety. Save save me all of that of when Liverpool or whoever it is. Let's say two, both Liverpool and City, whatever, clock up ninety plus points. I'm gonna wheel this up because I've been hearing but, the same story. For I will wager you fact, anything. Then, fact, you're not gonna get ninety points this season. What? What? Bro, wow. With, now, what the thing is? Bro, right, so it's bring me in, bro. Oh, oh, I'm deaf because we'll run it. We'll, 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 right, we'll run it off the pod. Write it down, bro. Calm. <laughs> Twenty-five each. Calm. Anyways, anyways, the fact still remains. We got beat seven-two by Aston Villa, and the team that was out there, I was very confident that. 
we would win this we game. We had more than peace. enough. We had more, more than, than enough. enough. So there was there was simply no excuse for us to lose. However, uh, what was it? Was it that was it that Villa were too good or Liverpool were too bad? What was I it? Liverpool. I, I think, think we were too, too bad. Nah, oh, I think we were both, too bad. Both. Because Villa, mm. do you know how many few teams, like, mm. I, I, I obviously, I say it quite regularly, we do concede chances, but not to this amount. But Villa honestly created, I think it was like double figures 15, shots 15, on target. 15, you know 15 shots on target. Is? 18 goal attempts altogether. Yeah, and like 10, 10 on target of where... They but I think but I think that's a result of the way we played, though. Because they had 28% possession. <laughs> so... That's so nuts. it's not so it's not it's not because they were very good now, it's because the way we played. We gave we gave the gave it to them on the plate. Literally. Yeah, with that, that stupid and, and when it was two one, when it was they were leading two 0 right? And then Salah scored two one. If any manager that has in game management sense would switch it up, but this club, he doesn't have that. So he just stays doing the thing. And that's why I was telling Mitch when it was four one five one, oh why hasn't he changed it? I was like, fuck that, man, he ain't doing it. <laughs> What's the difference between four one five one or seven one? He should have done it at two one when when Salah scored. He should have done it then. But the thing is, at, at the same time, I'm like, we almost needed that wake up call of well, we kind of got away with it against Leeds. Fair. Chelsea people can say, yeah, they're sending off fire, but we got the job done. Arsenal, we got the job done. Of where this is like, okay, you For guys. For me, we got we got away with it. Arsenal as well, man. Nah, nah, we're no, fine. No. But no, we needed no. fix up of where. The only time you'll hear me now get almost shook is if we lose against Everton because that's at home as well, I believe. Boy, if we lose that lose game, if we lose that game, Everton. it's tight. But I don't think we will. No, I, I don't think we will. Right. And I'll speak to anyone in this chat now. I'll put, let's say, 100 on the table. If anyone believes Everton can beat us at, at Anfield, no, no one will be surprised if we turn up and win 2 3 0 against Everton. No one will blink. I really do it's a surprise or anything like that. I reckon it'll but, be a tight game, but you win it like 2-1 yeah, maybe. It'll be yeah. tight, man. It'll be you're tight. You're not going to be surprised. Right, no, but I'm saying you're not going to be surprised if we run all over Everton because then it'll go back to the, it's the history of the Everton. So... Kenna, but Kenna, if, if, Klopp, if Klopp insists on doing the same high line offside trap tactic again against yeah, Everton, yeah, that's we can't move to. Rodrigo They're not be angry, bro. Bro, they got hammers, you know? No, no, no. I think it's the issue isn't the tactic. It was the execution on the day. Because there's actually nothing wrong with the tactics. The execution has been poor for, for several games. The execution has been poor for several games. Nah, so just, it, it's the way it's the way it is. We're, ent- we're back to being. Um, do you remember our what season was it? Seventeen, eighteen. We're back to being Entertainment FC again, which it's it's. Uh, I beg, I beg, time. I beg. Let's get over this Everton thing, bro. Let's see it then, innit? Yeah, that's what <laughs> I is putting all his eggs in one solid basket. I will, basket I will, right I will just say. I will, I will say. Uh, I will say one yeah, last on, thing, though. I think the, the way Everton play, which I've seen this season, I think it suits the. It's. Damn! If we do the I thing, yeah, they'll do the same, bro. They're gonna do, yeah. So I <laughs> do the Rodriguez, same. Rodriguez will slip Richarlison in all day long. Uh, anyway, and that's that's the side. That's that side between yep. Gomez and Trent. Mm. That side. Where if like you know, born it. Yep. We'll see, man. We'll However, see, this man. is we're talking about Liverpool here. Stay we're talking about, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, obviously, yeah. let's 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 all praise goes to Aston Villa. Let's not yeah, take man. this away from Jack, them. Jack, shout, Jack. Hey, this, shout, this out is, Jack. shout out Jack. Yeah. Shout out Jack. Shout out Oli. Oh. I've got I've got a shot for Oli later. Is Greenish in the English squad, by the way? Well, I don't think he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. He is. He, is he? he is must it? be in he it. Yes, he is. All right, good. Uh, shout shout out the local slab boy Matty Cash. 
pocketing a couple of Liverpool fans right there. <laughs> yeah, he pocket you. He don't work against Jota, man. Can't lie. He did great against him. Shout out Barkley on his debut. Mm, what debut? Delicious performance. Shout out McGinn. I like that guy. Yep. Yeah, man. Obviously, a couple of deflections from Aston Villa, but that's even Nero there. They got the three points. They're still unbeaten as well. So let's see where they will end up. Um, let's head to the bar, man. Who's got shots? Yeah, yeah I, got, man. I got shots still. I can't lie, man. This weekend was like Christmas come early, man. <laughs> but see poverty, Christmas. though. See people that enjoy... Uh. 12 days of Christmas, man. Seven goals at Villa. Six goals at Old Trafford. <laughs> three points at the Emirates. Two teams I hate getting slapped. One Thomas party and a partridge in a pear tree. How you mean? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I actually hate this guy, man. <laughs> I got I got to take a shot for my sorrows, man. It's been honestly, I can honestly say it's probably been one of the hardest weekends of, as a United fan in a long time. Like, bro, does get before that Liverpool game. There was a point where. Uh, I was telling the missus, yo, like, I can't even be on WhatsApp like this, like, like that for too long. Like, it was getting very, very, very long for me. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, man, I've got to take a shot just to say, like, look, <sighs> yeah, there's been bad times, there's been good times, isn't it? But, but we move. We move, man. Who else? Um, I got, I got two shorts. Um, my first short, um, going to go to a guy that's got a lot of criticism as an Arsenal player. He's our number nine. Three goals so far in the Premier League. Mm. Whereas other number nines have more red cards than goals. So, yeah. <laughs> shout out you, really. Um, Lacazette. And um, my second shot, man, just goes um, to Arsenal Wenger, in it Because there's only one man that can end the Premier League with um, a gold trophy. So, after seeing that Liverpool performance, no one ever compare them to the Invincibles, innit? Peace. Ever. No one compare what, who to the Invincibles or Liverpool's team? Yeah. Liverpool's. There's, there's a man that knows himself, innit? He, he goes on about 100 points. He needs to know, innit? <laughs> <laughs> 100 points they didn't even achieve. <laughs> Any more shots? Are you done? Anyway, let me have my shot quickly, man. Yeah, well played to Villa, man. Grealish. This tequila's for you, man, to to numb the pain. But yeah, as everyone knows, I'll keep on saying it. My club's issues are better than your club's issues. I'll see you, man, at the end of the race, and it's it's a marathon, not a sprint. See you, man, in May. <laughs> Tennis head's gone, boy. <laughs> <laughs> completely, I know what you're I've got, completely I've got, gone. I've got one more shot. I've got, I've got a shot. I toast to relax, man. <laughs> Go on, Andy. I've got, there. I've got another shot there. Yeah, I cool. Take your shot, man. Yeah, my, my shot is off the back of money still. There's a certain number nine in the greater Manchester area. <laughs> slapping guys in the face. What I don't know hell? why man's angry. I don't know if he ain't scored this season. I don't know if it's because his missus ain't letting him cheat. But, man, <laughs> there's levels to the centre number nine stuff, innit, man? That's what I'm going to say, innit, man? So, up your goal tally, innit? These times, free match ban. He might not even score till Christmas at this rate. So, boy, <laughs> man, if I speak. Hmm. Anyway, that's my shot right there. Yeah, I've got I've got a shot, man, for um, Ollie Watkins, hat-trick hero, um, masterclass performance, showing our number nine how it's done. Um, done well against VVD. I hold back four, to be honest. Um, 25 goals last season in the championship. He would most definitely score goals um, in the Premier League as well. 
My shot goes to Ollie Watkins, man. Certified. Baller. Well, I got one quick one. But my one's for two. For two players. For two Harrys. Um, the first one is for Harry Kane. Um, you're looking back to your best hazard. I'm not going to lie. You're looking sharp. You're looking strong. You're looking quick. And you're looking lethal. I hope you, I hope you rest up for England. I don't want to see you out there playing against Wales and them, man. Come back. <laughs> and straight away got West Ham so be ready for that and the second shot is for Harry Maguire I don't know if your head's still in Mykonos my G but I'm hoping that you can get some form because I kind of like you I, I don't think you're as bad as people make out so just taking a shot for you and I hope that you can find some form and improve your prove yourself because there's a lot of man doubting even your own fans are down you know so fix up big man yeah, here man facts all right, so this is the end of episode 34. Of course, this weekend there's no Premier League games, but a lot of international games. Uh, my name is Andrew, a.k.a. Rapping Drew, and we are the Bar Bar Podcast, and we out. Peace. 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 <laughs> hey, Kyle.